today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. We've talked about oil and pipelines a lot on this show in uh, the last little while. Now we're talking about a full-blown oil shock. What does that mean in the next few months? How did we get here? Let's bring in Dan McTagg, former Liberal MP and Consumer Affairs Critic, AnalystGasBuddy.com, and with us now. Dan, thanks for taking the time to join us. We appreciate this. Oh, good to be here again, Scott. So in all of the things that we talk about over time, have we talked about this? No, we haven't. Uh, and uh, it's been happening uh, quietly behind the scenes. Uh, not much uh, in the way of, uh, you know, of media fanfare, but slowly but surely the, uh, the world is changing its, uh, its position on oil. Uh, we're producing less of it and uh, consuming more of it. Okay, so before we get into what all of this is about, and this is an article in the Financial Post, let's go back a few years ago. We were talking about how oil was going to go through the roof. It was going up to a bazillion dollars a barrel. And then all of a sudden, it almost seemed like within a, within a blink of an eye, North America became oil self-sufficient, whether it was fracking, this, that, or the other. Uh, and then all of this went away. And then or the threat went away. And then OPEC countries started flooding the market, driving prices down. Down, uh, obviously making investors uh, concerned. Have has it come to the point where now we've exhausted our self sufficiency and we're going to become reliant on other people again? Uh, that's a that's a that's a good question, and believe me, it's uh, worth billions of dollars in terms of the global economy, which is very much still based on and very much runs on fossil fuels like oil. It is uh, returning to its former self as uh, king of all commodities. Um, but yes, you know, 2007, 8, and 9, we saw massive speculation, demand for oil products uh, raised to such a point that Americans began to frack or use new technologies to rediscover old oil wells and uh, improve and invest and discover new ones. That caused, of course, uh, OPEC to have a conniption because the reality was that the U.S. was no longer going to be in a position, you know, at that time. Uh, to have to import fuel. It would eventually become energy self-sufficient. And by 2012, they were getting awfully close to that point. So by 2014, uh, OPEC decided to flood the market. Uh, They then uh, realized that the only people it really hurt wasn't the U.S., uh, you know, new kids on the street, uh, up-and-coming shale producers. It was, in fact, themselves. Venezuela, of course, is still an example, a case in point of a country still reeling from those, you know, $26 a barrel oil that we saw by January of 2015, 20, rather, January of 2016. So things have changed. Um, so, they flooded the, so they flooded the market. And, and So what happened after that? Created about 400 million barrels of uh, unused uh, oil. Uh, and that caused prices to go from $100 a barrel down to 26 And it was finally at that point that I think uh, OPEC and some other members realized this is not sustainable. A country like Saudi Arabia that receives 90% of its income based on oil suddenly realized they wouldn't have money to finance and to pay for all these social programs to keep people nice and happy and not attacking, uh, as we saw in the Arab Spring back in 2012. So how do we how do we get from uh, where we were to now all of a sudden rumors flying around yeah, that so it's going up to three, three digits a barrel? OPEC and about a half a dozen other nations, including Russia, the world's number one or two, producer of oil, uh, decided to sit down and cut back production and, in so doing, restore what they had lost or had given away foolishly in 2014. And now, of course, we're seeing a rebalancing. Uh, Oil demand is high and supply is getting tight. We're now at the point where we are making as much oil as the world can use. And the next year, looks like uh, 2 million 
barrel deficit. So even if the U.S. continues to uh, to produce oil uh, in record numbers and export that, it won't be enough to make up the difference. The global economy continues to churn through and to buy more oil. We'll be using 100 million barrels of oil a day, probably very close to this time, um, June of uh, 2018. And that is the new normal going forward. No one's uh, looking at forecasts and see a conservation or a drop in consumption. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.